what's going on with dance and stuff what's happening with dance and things what's going on what's happening what's going on with dance and stuff here we are all my focus in the dungeon we're in the dungeon we're at the dungeon which is uh reed and harriet costume design what's that uh, song residence feels like home to me (laughs) (laughs) feels like home to me what's that song (laughs) i don't know what is that song country a country song. Feels like home when did you ever listen to country music? I like country. I don't listen what? to it. I don't like have like a country Pandora station. But when it comes on, I generally enjoy it. Why? I think because country singers, um, the way they approach like vocal production is really uh, natural and good. It doesn't sound super forced. Hmm. I love Dolly Parton. She's amazing. I love her. She's incredible. Who else do you like? Who else do you? Beats me. Who else do you like? Because I just said Dolly Parton. I'm like, who else do you like? Uh, Dolly Parton. Who else sings country music? Let's have Dolly Parton. John Denver. Oh, okay. (gasps) Lovely voice. Remember this John Denver and the Muppets? What was that? Was it an album, maybe? Maybe. Because I remember seeing his face and Muppets around him, and that's about all I can remember of that. Hmm. Did he die? He died. Of cancer? No, like a ski accident. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Or like a plane crash or something. Jacob? Jacob, do you know how John Denver died? Uh-uh. He's going to look it up. Uh, Jacob Tidwell is here. Where Jacob is helping Reed in the, in the dungeon. He's um, our producer for today. And, well, in this moment. I mean, he's really the guest audience. <laughs> Jeremy's gonna. Jeremy will have to produce it when I, I hand over this voice memo in uh, in like a few hours. Um, he died in a plane crash. My aunt's daughter. So what? Your cousin? I guess that makes her my cousin. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I only met her once um, in the third grade when we went to Alaska, and her husband disappeared. And some plane, he would. They were. The plane was good. They were doing some sort of fishing or something, and then it was like a, a like a small plane that was taking them around and just disappeared. I Lost mean, contact with them over some some forest landscape, and that was it. The ocean is big, or whatever. Forests, vast. all of it, all of it. I mean, a plane seems like a large trackable object, but you know what? The world's big. Amelia Earhart, she's gone. John F. Kennedy Jr., he's gone. Wow. They disappeared. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone, they're gone, they're gone. Did you watch the movie Tully? Mm-mm. With Charlize Theron? Mm-mm. Playing a mother who is at her wit's end? Mm-mm. You have to watch it. Is it, it. good? It's amazing. When did you watch it? I watched it on the train ride back from the Hamptoons. You watched a movie yes, on the train ride back? Yes, downloaded onto the iPad. It's the future is now, the future is now. Wow, you really did it. You were one of those people on a train watching a movie. I've never done it before. Was that enjoyable? It, you know, it filled the time. <laughs> we went to your mom's. We did. There was a group of young men on the train that evening that felt dangerous. Wow, like Long Island young men, like being like... Loud, drunk, uh-huh. 
and at one point there was like a they were coming into the city yeah or whatever there was like a commotion upstairs because a two-level train and then suddenly like the doors opened at like Mm. god knows west hampton or whatever you guys were coming back late you guys what what train did you get on we got on the 806 yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and we were coming back I was like, I don't want to be in the same car as those guys. So we got in a different car as them, but then there was a different group of loud young people. So we went back a car. I was like, oh my God, we're stuck. But then there was like an altercation. And at one point, one of the bo- two of the guys ran downstairs. A guy got off the train and the doors closed. And then another guy was like being held back by his friend. And he was like, you're a loser. You're a loser. Like yeah, that. Just screaming, you're a loser. Through the, the closed door. And well, that other guy was long gone. He, had he was run. standing there. They were looking at each other like angry dogs. Wow, you're a loser. You're a loser. And the other guy just stood there looking at him through the closed doors. And was probably also like, you're whatever. So There's so many things one could say. You're a loser is pretty like whatever. There was more. I think there was more profanity. Oh, okay. But in that moment, I just was like, men are terrible. Yeah. I mean, they can be. Yeah. They really can be. They can be extremely violent Mm -hmm. it's true violent um that would yeah i don't know if i've been when was the last time that i was around some people being really loud i don't know i feel like uh, parker and i had lunch yesterday and we were sitting in we picked a table in like the back of this restaurant what restaurant how noodle love it it's on sixth avenue it's on sixth avenue across from where the staples used to be on sixth avenue between eighth and seventh which I think is more like oh. between 8th and Waverly, maybe, it's like is right how it goes. right near Jefferson Market Library, just just south. What's Jefferson Market Library? The, you know, the library with the turrets, the red brick That's called lot. the Jefferson Market Library? That's correct. Miranda gets married in the um, little park that's on the side of that library in a Sex and the City episode that I never yeah. saw, but someone told me that once. Oh, so on my way, well, and to back it up, on my way to see Parker, I ran to Amy Sedaris. And I was like, oh, hey. And she was like, hi. And we talked for a bit. And um, and then she said, you know, you're on our wish list for the show. And I was like, well, whenever you want a Betty Davis character, let me know. What does that mean, you're on our wish list? There's like a list. Generally, when you're doing a show, you you know write down names of people that you're like, oh, that'd be they'd be fun to have on the show. Should we ever think of a character that... And you right, go back right, right. to that, and you're like, would that work? Would that work? And... So far, no. You know, Is not. Parker on the wish list? They already offered her something and she passed because too busy. Lost in She's doing Lost Spas. in Space. Well, and also she's going around doing the book. Anyhow, so we were at How Noodle. We picked this, which is my favorite restaurant. One of my favorite restaurants out of, like, the three that I like to eat at in New York. Elephant and Castle. Uh-huh. Japanica. Uh-huh. And How Noodle. That's a new one. You can find Added me. Added one to the list. Well, I've been going for a little bit, but yeah. Um... <laughs> And we sat in a How table. How's that spelled? H A O. Oh. We sat in the table way in the back, totally alone. There were so many tables, and then this group of business people came in and sat down right at a table next to us. Rude. And we were like, "What's happening?" And I was really happy that we are of a similar mind. And at the same time, we were like, "Let's move." And we just like picked up our stuff and moved to a different table. You have to. Don't sit there. Don't take it, people. Life's too short. You have to balance short. the space. You must balance, balance the, the space. space. And I don't want people to sit so close to me in a big, empty restaurant. Yeah. Leave me alone. The whole opening scene of Shenwei's Rite of Spring was that. You had to balance the space. So like, I love that one. So someone would walk in. You don't know who's going to walk. Actually, I think it was always planned who was going to walk. Was it Chance? Walk. Yeah. Rite so of Spring was Chancy? Just the beginning. 
Oh. Just the beginning. The whole beginning up until... Then everything was choreographed. But leading you up... You all had to be out by that point. Not everyone sat on stage, though. No, we had, we were already at that point, like, playing a game, basically. Uh-huh. But for a long time, we were, like... Of, you walk in and you have to stand somewhere to balance the space, but also, like, your energy can't direct into anyone else's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you couldn't, like, look at someone. And if someone's gaze sense. came near yours, you could, like, rotate yeah, yeah. away <laughs> from them. That sounds nice. Yeah, and then the music would start to get a little more lively and you'd sort of start to walk around yeah. and then skitter about. You're always sort of, like, running away from other people's energy. And then at a certain point, everyone just sort of settled down to the floor. And then... Yeah. Did... Shen Wei ever talk about an emotional content behind that piece? No. No. It's one of my favorite Rite of Springs. It's very good. I'm trying to think if it's maybe my favorite, actually. It's it's difficult. I don't... I really Really? loved... There was something about um, the coldness of it very icicles that I just I was I I just love it I'm able I'm able to feel the music in a way that feels um more my psychic experience of that Mm. music instead of just this sort of hysteria and and a, a kind of ancient tragedy ritual Mm -hmm. I'm kind of over that that. theaterness with that with Rite of Spring and so Shenway's Rite of Spring I think it might be my favorite Rite of Spring well then great great but tell me about the building of that piece I wasn't there but I could tell you what what I know what I did what my experience tell me about your experience in it Okay, well, that... Wow. And then I'm going to segment... I'm gonna <laughs> this segment. is a real dance and stuff. I, all of a sudden, yeah, but I was thinking, wow, I really love that dance piece. Let's talk about it. Okay, well, Shen Wei made that piece... It was one of his first big pieces made in America. He had already made Near the Terrace at mm-hmm. ADF, which was his, like, calling card to all the festivals, and everyone was like, you're a genius! I liked it. Near the Terrace? Uh-huh. It's very beautiful. It is. Very beautiful. It's amazing to look at. Yeah. And Folding was a piece he had made in China, which was then brought to his American company, which right. is extraordinary. Right. Is and Folding the one where you walk up backwards up those stairs that are invisible, basically, at the it's end? It's not even backwards. You walk up them forwards, oh. but it's invisible, yeah. That. So it just looks like everybody ascends. Yeah, I I was really. This is so scary to do. I'm I'm sure it's probably why I pictured that you all did it backwards because yeah. I remember watching it thinking it's hard. Well, the stairs. <laughs> you're in those dresses. Well, you're in dresses. Uh-huh. The stairs are like four inches deep. <laughs> so you're like irrelevant. A foot high, right? So like right. each step is like quite high, but like. And you have to do it really slowly, like yeah. you're floating up. So, yeah. So you can't, like, lurch to the next uh-uh. step. Use those but quads, baby. Basically, because I was one of the tall people, there was uh-huh. a moment where I could just, I would bring my arms really close to my chest and then reach them forward and just hold on. Hold on to what? The steps that were in front of my chest, because they, so, they were so shallow. Oh, and they were that steep? It went up that, I mean, it went up that high? Yes. How many feet high did those go? 
15. I don't know. What? Yeah. I mean, I saw it at Lincoln Center, so I probably, I didn't realize that it was 15 feet. Wow, that, did anyone ever fall? Unfolding. Like, <laughs> wow, wow. It felt like that every time. Like, you'd start going up, you'd be like, if I even, if any of my weight shifts back, I'm going to, it's going to be dominoes. Like, everyone's going to go. Wow. Yeah. And never in a rehearsal. Did, did you have those? This is folding, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, out there that we've moved right. to, and then we've we're going to get back folding. to, we'll get back to it at spring. But we did not have them in rehearsals. <laughs> so, how long did you have in tech to work with it? Endless. Oh, okay. Tech for Shenway was like, all the dancers are there all day long for queuing for all all of it. Right. All of it. And so people would just be would you be in your would you be in a rehearsal skirt or We always wore the skirts for rehearsal. Show skirts or rehearsal skirts? Same, same. Oh, okay. It's just a piece of cloth. Right. And then <laughs> you had to and would you stay in relive? Would you keep in a kind of demi releve then while getting up those stairs? Well yeah, because you're on the balls of your feet. Right. Uh-huh. But then you didn't, but you, and you stayed engaged up through the heel. I'm just curious how irrelevant you were to do it. <laughs> Not I'm extremely. I'm thinking about your, I'm thinking, I'm trying to picture, because you have a pretty big arch. So I've been picturing you in like a complete relevant. No, no, no. You no. could, too unstable. Okay. It's all about just like moving smoothly. Yeah. That's it. No lurching. Is folding when, there's, is there a funny story about folding? Uh, where two people had to have their chests pressed together. Yes. So one time, that, it's, oh that's God. from folding, right? Can we even tell that story? Of course, we okay. can tell all these stories. It's actually <laughs> you're thinking of behind resonance, which is similar to folding. It's a piece he made at Purchase College in like 1999 or something, uh. and it's a piece that's almost entirely a game. Mm. So it has all these different elements and different choreographic structures and like duets there's like four kinds of duets and you sort of indicate to someone when they walk towards you what kind of duet you're going to be doing by like creating a shape and they'd be like okay we're doing that kind of duet or whatever and then there's a sec there's some choreographed more more clearly choreographed sections towards the end and we were performing that piece at a guggenheim works in process and joan wadopian who does joan who's very tall yeah yeah and she and I had gone to college together, and when I joined the company, it was sort of to fill this void that had been there of the lack of a tall man. Uh-huh. So when I joined the company and we brought back Behind Resonance, she was like, oh, amazing, I can do the duets now. <laughs> it was great. So, you know, she could indicate to me, like, the shape and be like, let's do that duet. I want to mm-hmm. be partnered. Mm-hmm. How would you know? Was there a music cue to let you know the time like how long this thing was going to go on? Yeah. Uh-huh. So like Joan indicated to me during, I guess, might have been the show or dress rehearsal, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do that duet. And mm-hmm. so we went into it and like in midair, because it was some kind of like partnered somersault, she farted. <laughs> and, and I was like, I'm good. I'm going to keep it together. But I could see in front of me, like people more upstage, uh-huh. like Jessica Harris was hysterically laughing. Because she heard it? She heard it. Okay, so it was a loud one. (laughs) (laughs) So then the next thing I had to do is go leave stage and then I made an entrance with 
Jessica where I was on my <laughs> knees, bare chested, and she was bare chested, leaning her breasts into my chest and walking backwards, if you can imagine. So you're on your knees. I'm on my knees. So she, and she's on her knees. No. Okay. Right. So you're on your knees. Yes. And you're going forward and on your knees. And she's pushing her weight into me and like backwards so, walking. So she's arching her back. So uh-huh. she's on her feet and then arching her back really hard. So yeah. she's in uh-huh. a big right. ex- spinal extension. Uh-huh. So and her face is basically walking. up to the like ceiling. Like some kind of like the ring creature. Uh-huh. You know? Totally get it. So we're wa- we're entering. It's a great shape. Amazing. Uh-huh. So we're entering in from the wings. Uh-uh. And Jessica in the wings is still laughing. And she's laughing hard. Like, and now we're both hysterically <laughs> laughing. And her breasts are like jiggling <laughs> on my chest. And somehow we got away with it. I don't know how. Well, in that, can picture that shape now shaking. <laughs> Pretty good. I, I gotta say, like, that shape just on its own is like contemporary dance. Shaking, it really turns into performance. Well, ritualistic. Very shortly before that, Jessica, <sighs> in a dress rehearsal for Rite of Spring, she would do this solo. Uh, uh, this mo- is my favorite Some story. kind of momentum solo, which involved like sev- like really, really severe falling where she would run and then just sort of fly forward into yeah. a dive roll, get up, do these things. And I guess in a rehearsal, she literally dove into the backdrop and got tangled up in fabric that was yeah. like pooled on the floor. Oh. And then when she found herself, she like got up and started to continue the phrase. And then she and Lindsay Clark were laughing so hard that when the rehearsal was over, Shenway was furious and he was just like, you guys are so unprofessional that you would laugh through this work like that. Uh, I, I mean, that's the part that's such a bummer. Uh, I mean, it's that he, he lacks a sense of humor. He but. did it. I mean, he didn't, he didn't. Sometimes he's okay and sometimes it wasn't. I once got told... If I saw a dancer... And you all worked so hard. I don't think I ever saw a Shenway show where I was like, they really phoned that in. Oh, no. um, everybody's always leaving, and everyone is pushing themselves way past the you know the nth level of energy. And um, I would just if everyone was working that hard and someone got tangled up in a backdrop and then laughed hysterically. Well, I also would have been like, we have to keep that in. <laughs> or can you imagine? <laughs> I would, especially in Rite of Spring, absolutely. In this thing that is so, I think it's why I also did like his Rite of Spring in hindsight. It's also this thing of, it does, I mean, as with a lot of Shenway's work, there's the level of importance can feel a little too much. Yeah. Um, so in, unless it's cold and formal, it's a little much to take because it mm-hmm. just feels too self-important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, especially with something like Rite of Spring, that's what I actually want to see from these things. It's like, how can how can it... It, it has to be able to have uh, some play inside of it or really give me some formal genius. Well, that's... I mean, Shenway's work couldn't have been effective with that like serious of an approach if it weren't for like the incredible rigor behind it because like choreographically it was like so thoroughly developed it was just like so much work that like the way to kind of like electrify the space was through like extreme seriousness yeah yeah and it it did really work well in Rite of Spring did you like performing Rite of Spring? hmm 
Gosh, let me try to Which remember. track did you do? Which part? Um, Were you in the quartet part? I did the quartet very briefly. It was uh-huh. like I went into the quartet. Um, there's a section of Rite of Spring, which is like track 13, I think it was called, where there's a quartet and a trio and a solo, and which is like a very beautifully crafted it's part. It's so incredible. And it, and for those of you listening, it's, uh, it is it is being these uh, parts of music. It's mm-hmm. it's. it's just it's based on and it's also like exploring three different like movement concepts so the quartet is exploring like um <laughs> like joint collapse and yeah. weight release into the floor yeah and so i did the quartet for a little while and then doesn't I was, the quartet begin with dun 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 in that part of the music don't don't <laughs> That's yeah, how it yeah, begins. Yeah. Just like very simple, yeah. and then it builds. Yeah, and then the, does the trio come in the next, and then the solo? Is that how it goes? I'm trying to remember. They from all what I saw begin it. at the same time. Oh, okay, but there's a trio. Is that, the solo na 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 na? It's all the same time. Okay. I don't know. All right. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. You, and I can't remember. I did the trio then for a lot longer than I did the quartet, and the trio I would do with like James Healy and Cecily or I can't remember who else. And it, that one is just like Chinese hands. <laughs> just, it's basically just like flowing. Mean Chinese opera hands. Like that yes. it's, it's coming out of. Yeah. That's yeah. that it's, style. I mean, Shen, it's in rot- it's about rotation, theater. like right. shoulder rotation and hip rotation. And then right. through the lens of like Chinese opera decoration. Yep. So the trio, I did a lot. But, um, yeah, I did a track in Rite of Spring that was like, you're on stage the whole time, which initially I was like, this is great. But there were other tracks where like you went in and out that would have been more fun, I think, because it's really intense to just be out there the whole time. And by the end, when you're just like Chinese opera walking in circles, you're really like, am I going to die? Why? (laughs) Because you're so tired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And you're just like, the, all you can do is just put one foot in front of the other. You're just like, better keep going. Right. And pedal <laughs> through your feet. Exactly. It's really incredible. The part I do remember, my, I mean, my issue always with Rite of Spring is there's a, there's an attempt to some kind of ecstasy that happens mm. in the piece, some sort of takeover. And in Shen Wei's, it's that these very, you'll all work really hard and then stand at the front of the stage in a kind of Oklahoma chorus line and we'll watch one of your fingers twitch or an eyelid flutter. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it and being like, I don't believe some of those. Yeah. Because I was like, some of those are definitely not real. And some of us didn't believe them either right, while right, we were doing that. Right, right. And it felt... It's when there's this reach for that, where the sort of theater part of the of Rite of Spring, I think that's always a place where it falls flat for me mm. in, that, in that show. In, every, in all of them that I've seen. I mean, Pina's, watching that woman dance herself ragged is truly extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And that one is, I would say that part is uh, maybe the closest I've seen for for what I want from that theater gesture and that music. I like, I really like in Pina's version, just watching unison group movement mm-hmm. on the dirt. I think it's like really well crafted for like the feeling of the music. I think it's really good. I think it's just the, what did I, yeah, it's this, it's some of like the side chattes. I just was like, <laughs> I want to watch that. Not in this, like, 
cannot just go away. Um, Rite of Spring, Shen Wei, you danced. That's you were you were in that. You were in the company was. for a while. I was. I did it. You really did it. Yeah. Here we are in summer. That's my it's segue. August. Yeah. It's August. August is kind of a depressing month, I find. Mm -hmm. Do you find it a depressing month? Well, I have mixed feelings. I like August in New York because it feels like the tourists are gone. Yeah. The city feels a little bit quieter and slower, and it has to be because the heat prevents it from having the same kind of activity it usually does. Trains, when they stop here in the summer, it's really like, bye. It has to be, everything has to be slower because yeah. otherwise it's unbearable. Yeah. Um, and generally in August, like, I don't have anything that's incredibly imminent. It's mm -hmm. all like, maybe I'm working slowly on something that's happening further in the future or not doing anything at all, like going to my mom's house with you. Right. <laughs> Or, you know, sitting in my apartment very close to a fan, watching YouTube videos. Do you have an air conditioner no. in your apartment? Read. I know. Are you hot in there? Yes. Well, yes. why don't you come over more? You can uh, that's the solution. Yeah, kind come of my to apartment. Point. <laughs> <laughs> Just come over. <laughs> well you could. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whenever right. you want. I will. I'll make a spare copy of the keys. No. And then if I'm not there, you can just go there. I don't want that. Oh, all right. Yep. I do want, I do, someone, when I posted, oh, when I posted that photo of baby Jane, from what it, ever happened to baby Jane, and Jane of, you know, baby Jane looking out, and Joan Crawford laying on the beach staring up, and James wrote, but who is who? Which I was like, mm -hmm. girl, please, it's, I'm obviously baby Jane. Mm -hmm. And the other, and some other people were like, well, Jack's obviously baby Jane mm -hmm. but I also wrote and it would quite frankly I would trap read that would, it would, I would trap read and be like this is what you're gonna eat but yar in that chair read yar okay so you don't have an air conditioner what is that like in your apartment yar ever yar 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 um, what's the question? Uh, what's that like in your apartment without an air conditioner? Oh, well, for a while it was great. I was like, wow, my apartment is so cool. Like, uh -huh, it's right. garden views. You mean like, in June? June, July. Even in June, July. July. Wow. Yeah, I was really like, this is great. I'm never huh. going to have to get an air conditioner. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden. it changed. And mm. um, now <laughs> I must be very close to the fan. I don't have a choice. And do you have it in the window that's more towards like the head of your bed, or do mm -hmm. you put it by the foot Last of the bed? Last night I put it by the head of the bed window. Just like blowing right But usually right I have on it on my desk while I'm sitting near the computer. You should get one. Do you have? You should. I hate it when people do that. I'm sorry. Um, have you thought of getting the fan that has the exhaust one on it? Oh, I love those. Are fine. Yeah. I I had when I lived in Chinatown in. 1985. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I had, I didn't have an air conditioner. Mm -hmm. I was on the top floor of this insane building. I was really hitting the sauce. And I would just be so hungover or drunk, wasted. With, um, I was 20. Oh, I was real thin, just smoking Nat Sherman's inside. And I had a, a What's little... What's a Nat Sherman? It is a kind of fancy cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> They're generally. Jacob, I would, have you heard of that? 
No. I would smoke. I had this yoga teacher when I was 18 who was so gorgeous and incredibly flexible. She was really beautiful. And she would smoke Nat Sherman MCD lights. And I thought, I'm really into her. And she, oh God, there was this actor we all had a crush on. Like, he was straight. Everybody was in love with him. He was so beautiful, a good actor. They were dating. She was older by like at least 10 years. And she broke up with him and we were like, what? Did that mean he wasn't coming back to yoga or whatever? I don't know. That's not the point of the story. Oh, okay. The point of the story was when she broke up with him, I said, why? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you know, it's like I told him, my body has moved on. And that's where that line comes Michelle. from for Shamb. My body has move on, moved on. My body I, knows what it wants. My body knows. And my body has moved on. And she said, my body had moved on. She was really cool. What happened to that gorgeous actor? I don't know. I mean, he he was like in all these plays and stuff. And then I just, I don't know, maybe he's still working. Maybe he's on TV. I lose track of these people. Bradley Cooper. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> No. It's Chris Pine. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Oh, it was. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, my God. So, I'll set up the story. Oh, my God. Only to say I, that. I want to hear it from your point of view. At my mom's happened. house, Jeremy and I were one, I don't know, we spent a lot of time sleeping, napping while we were at my mom's. So, it was, yeah. could have been the morning, could have been the afternoon. I'm not sure. Totally. But we were sitting in my mom's, like, just you and Jeremy. Den in her cave. I was already, I was still upstairs sleeping. Yeah. And we were watching TV and I heard from the kitchen, he was watching Wonder Woman. And I was like, yes, I'm going to like finish up what I'm doing, making this pie. I'm going to go in and watch Wonder Woman because love it. And I go in and he's now watching Stepmom with uh-huh. Julia Roberts. Uh-huh. And I said, absolutely not, Jeremy. And I was like, Jeremy, I'm switching back to Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Something I normally wouldn't do, but I was like, no. Right. So he switched back to Wonder Woman. He's like, this is such a garbage movie. I know. And I was like, you're wrong. He really, he's wrong. I was like, this right. is, I know that I saw this movie with six other people, all of whom did not enjoy it. And None I loved it. Liked but it either. This is an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. So we're watching the movie. I'm like, mm, fun. And even Jeremy is like, well, that part was good. See, yeah. there's a part you missed where they're getting on the, everyone's getting on the trains, uh-huh. world war one, two, whatever. Uh-huh. And there's a guy selling ice creams to the like soldiers who are leaving. Uh-huh. And she, Chris Pine buys her an ice cream uh-huh. and she, t- she's like, what is this? She puts it in her mouth and she just looks like she's almost going to cry. And she was like, this is wonderful. <laughs> and then she looks at the guy selling it and she was like, Congratulations. She's just like so uh, like amazed. It's kind of like Splash. It's exactly it's exactly like Splash. Wow. It's exactly like Splash. Wow. Just, you missed the part where she's trying on dresses and seeing how high she can kick in them to make sure she can still kick. Is that actress like flexible and strong and all that Gal Gadot? Stuff like that? Yeah. I'm sure she trained. Is that was it, was, she, was it really her kicking, do you think, in yeah. those dresses? And was it a solid batma, like pretty high? It was like a a, a karate. Okay. Karate. Okay. Right. Got it. Um and so Jack then appears and now the movie is 2 almost thirds over. to 3 quarters over. Yeah. It's almost over. Yeah. And he enters at the point where they're about to go to the ball and she's right. going to steal this blue dress from right. some Nazi. And right. 
Jack was really like, so what's that? Who's that? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. But I, I do that right away with a movie. Mm-hmm. That's how Jeremy caught me up on Game of Thrones. Like, I started Game of Thrones in, like, season seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. And was like, who's that? What's going on? Uh-huh. And, and I can I was sitting really there thinking, like, I wonder if this is going to work for Jack. And I think the moment that you saw the sword in the back of her dress, <sighs> I think you were like, that's amazing. And oh, no, then- what it was was when she goes up to the woman and she's looking at her and looking at her size to see if she'll fit in it. Uh-huh. And I was like, mm-hmm, it's good. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then she appears in the ballroom and I was like, oh, she has a sword back there. Mm-hmm. It's really happening. <laughs> but it looks like some kind of piece of jewelry Yeah, or it's all working. And then Chris Pine is like, here, let me handle it. And she's like, no. And then she, mm. She handles it. But she doesn't because she runs out and she sees that they're they kill the sending community. They bombs. They the town. And I didn't even get to be emotionally invested in that town because I didn't You'd even... You'd never seen it. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen any of the characters. You didn't she, know that she and Chris Pine had made love that night in that I'm town? And I'm sure she'd also, like, played with a little girl at, in the town. Like, I'm sure she played with a child, so we also know there's children in the town, have some sense of her. I didn't see any of that. Mm-mm. But I still welled a bit mm-hmm. with some tears when she walked through the yellow haze of the chemical bomb. Exactly. And you just and it's just a, it's just on her expression. Such restraint to not show like ma- like cr- like gnarled bodies no. and instead to watch it through her expression. Well, I mean, how oh, could you not beautiful. If you're a director, every frame just needs to be her face. Hello. Can you imagine looking like that? Gal Gadot, you seriously better work. <laughs> I mean, she is so blessed. Anyhow, so go on. So then we're continuing on. I'm like, okay, so now Jack is invested. He's oh, truly so invested. invested. I like had moved to sit right in front of the screen. And all you were doing was like, you were reviewing all of your Greek mytholo- mythological history. You were oh, like, okay, so sh- that's, she's the daughter. Okay, Ares, Zeus. Okay, Hippolyta. Okay, I understand what's happening now. Right. Uh-huh. And then it all starts to unfold with Ares and the woman with the mask. And she kills like the guy who's taking taking the potions to be strong, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't save the world, and she's all confused, and then Chris Pine is, there's a bomb explosion, and there's, they shoot this scene where, like, he's talking to her, but you don't hear what they're saying. (gasps) Yeah. Well, what got, was so crazy was Chris Pine runs to go get in the plane to stop the bombs, and then Ares reveals himself to be the Harry Potter guy. And who <laughs> I think is hot, just putting it out there. Whoever that British actor is, I can't hot. remember his name. Well, Professor Lupin. I mean, I think he's sexy. And um, so she's fighting with him and hasn't discovered her true power yet. And he wraps her in some heavy sheet metal, sheet metal. and pins her to the ground. Mm-hmm. And when he threw that sheet metal on her, even though you had seen the movie before, I don't remember we anything. both gasped at the same time, which brought Simultaneous. me so much pleasure that we both went, <gasps> and then I started laughing really hard, but then she looked up and saw the plane and she watched it explode while calling Chris Pine or whatever his name is mm-hmm. in it. And, and it goes back and she gets to hear all the things and I sobbed burst into tears. You really did. I burst into tears totally <laughs> like <laughs> like you could not have been more invested in this film and you had been watching it for 7 minutes. I really 
It really was like a full... You were literally sitting cross-legged on yeah. an ottoman, staring at the yeah, movie in your pajamas. Full, full lotus. With your hands, like, up around your face. Yeah. Like, you couldn't believe it. Couldn't you were believe- sobbing. <laughs> Chris Pine kamikaze. I couldn't believe it. And also him looking out, like, and you said it, looking at the clouds, like, looking at the world one more time before he blows himself up. this is it. To save London, I guess. I think that's where the plane was going. And I just couldn't believe it. Also, the music in Wonder Woman, that guitar... Oh, it's ...is... I have chills thinking about it I right now. I think it's like as inspired, well, not quite, almost as inspired Mad as like, Max. Exactly. I knew that you were yeah. going there because that's where I was going. Mad Max. Mad Max. How hard did you cry in Mad Max? I don't. Mm, I really <laughs> cried. I like really <laughs> cried in Mad Max. I think Mad Max was. You, did you cry in Wonder Woman when I was crying? You cried a little bit too, I think, no? Maybe, maybe when I first saw it. You didn't cry again when we were watching your I mom's. No, I don't think so. I think I was just more invested in watching you watch Wonder Woman. I was really like, oh, whoa, 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 wow. I really cried. Those movies, those ones are the ones that like will catch me off guard because I'm not anticipating it. Uh-huh. Like if I go and see some art house film, I'll be like, oh, why didn't I cry? I should have cried. But then I'll go see some blockbuster where I'm like, oh, it's so stupid. Who cares? And I'll be like, <laughs> it's uh, like a, when the Hallmark commercial like would, would catch my mom off guard. That's crying. Can you up believe that Jeremy doesn't like it? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can't wrap my mind... I can't understand... Like, because he's so much about aesthetics, and he there's things about it that he thinks just don't look good, and I don't see that. I'm really like, looks great. I don't know what you're talking... Like, Chris Pine's yeah. so beautiful. The costumes oh, I thought were really great. They're not bad. I thought that the sets were great. I thought that like big bomb place at the end was interesting and it all looked CGI well. You know, here's a movie I cry in too. Or did I cry in it? Um, the X-Men with the original... X-Men First Class. With Michael the, Fassbender. Uh-uh. James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender. Uh-uh, none of those. Oh, I don't... Okay. I hate those. I hate... I like the original ones. The okay. ones that were done prior okay. with Anna Paquin. Yeah, yes. But more importantly... Mm-hmm. Famke Jensen? No. Who's the woman who plays Jean Dark Gray. Phoenix? Jean Grey Dark. Famke Jensen? She's incredible. <laughs> incredible. The scene where she kills Dr. X. Professor X. Professor X. Where she's just like... Where she's so angry. She's so mad. And Dark Jean Phoenix. Gray. Jean Grey. who turns She becomes in, a phoenix. Yeah, who turns... It's Jean Grey, and then she goes under the water and, like, turns into that That's shape. That's right. Then she comes out then and she's comes back firebird. And, and then she drains Cyclops, her love, like, her oh, love. Right. She just is like, That's sorry, right. bye. I'm going to go home and watch that again tonight. That one. And then at the end... When she just starts eradicating everybody, yes. she's just like evaporating Who everybody. Who saves the day? Wolverine. How? Because he's indestructible. So as he comes towards her, she keeps burning him away, and his skin will like evaporate off and come back on. Right. And he finally gets to her, and he's trying to talk her down, and she says, "Kill me." That's right. I. Does he stab her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am choked up just thinking about it. And he's in it. love with her. He's in love with her. I am literally <laughs> choked up just thinking about it. I The way she says, kill me, and just being like, it's unstoppable. I saw her once in real life. Was she gorgeous? Because she's gorgeous. She's like six feet tall. 
good. So Sigourney Weaver. And she looks like her age. Like she's not having a lot of work done. No. Maybe now. I mean, it's been a few years. Samka Jensen. Is she... Where is she from? What else has she done? I don't remember. Oh, I love her. And then... In she the, doesn't need to ever do anything again. In the first class, where when it's... Because J-Law plays her. No. I think, right? No. Who plays her now? Uh, some redhead from Game of Thrones. Oh. Uh. Or maybe they just dyed her hair red. Oh, right. She's the purple girl who can turn into everybody is who J-Law plays. I don't yes, like the blue. these, like origin ones. I'm really... I I found them so I really tedious. liked the first one of the origins where mm-hmm. they where you meet Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy and their friends and then James McAvoy's helping Michael Fassbender like harness his powers and right. like, they're having basically like therapy mm-hmm. and Michael Fassbender is like crying while he's moving satellite dishes uh-huh. with his mind. I kind of remember that. I just was like, I'm not into it. I remember the boat scene at the end and being like, this is cool. Boat? They end on a boat. boat, I think, where, like... Is January Jones being Miss Crystals? Yeah, and I think she gets killed. That She has to get, like, killed in that, I She's think. She's the worst actress in America. I don't even remember her. I just remember being like, mm, I miss Famke Jensen. Famke Jensen. Um, yeah, Wonder Woman. That movie really gave me a lot of feels at your mom's. Yeah, I'm so The glad. last 15 minutes of it. There's another one coming. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, can't wait. Um, August, I was going to talk more about August, but I don't know. How long has it been? It's been like 41 minutes. Well, I mean, I was thinking about August depression and how exhausting and depressing August can feel. It also is all filled with, you know, we're going to go back to school soon but I was tracing it to that my August have felt more depressed since my mother's death because really? she died July 25th. Oh, it's a bad time. And I think it's it's just like the weather reminds me of that. Mm. There's just something. I remember sad standing about it. with you on the street corner of like Houston and Bowery or something, and you were telling me the story of her passing and how. There was a lot of mysticism involved, right. and I was like, "He's he's lost his mind. It's gonna be okay." Uh-huh. Um, was I smoking while I was telling you that? Probably. Can you imagine? I can't believe I did that, and I totally miss it. There's a couple things I wanted to talk about that I've looked at on the YouTube's lately. Mm. Suggestions. These are um, recommendations. Mm-hmm. So, Cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> has okay. these videos of Cosmopolitan. I have some big recommendations. Cosmopolitan. Cosmo uh. Has videos of Adam Rippon riffing on various topics like the Kardashians or the uh, Royal Wedding uh. or like, uh, I, uh, I don't know, other things. But mm-hmm. they're excellent. Mm. And he does it with um, sticks with photographs of faces on them. Oh, fun. So he'll, like, tell the whole story of oh, whatever fun. it is. Oh, he mm-hmm. does also Legally Blonde. Great. Great. So those are amazing. Watch, watch those. Uh-huh. Then <laughs> I got into Adam Rippon, and I was like, oh, I never got into his moment on Dancing with the Stars, mm. which is, like, a show I do not watch. I'm never, I don't watch that. So then I was like, what was that like, this athlete's season, right? Because uh-huh. he did a whole season with just professional athletes. Uh-huh. So it was like Adam Rapon, this Mirai Nagasu, who's another figure skater, Tanya Harding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, that took my breath away. Yeah. He's old. He's real old. I don't care. I still want him to pick me up. He couldn't. Oh, okay. This is so old. Okay. <laughs> then there is this loser named Chris something. Luge. A loser. Okay. And my mind really went to, you loser. He will, he will make you sweat. Let me tell you what. Whoa. I was, I was really <laughs> like, because I saw him from a distance, basically, and I was like, who dat? You mean right? when you're watching the show, you saw right. him from a distance? Right, he was kind of peripheral. It uh-huh. was like, oh, there's that guy. And then uh-huh. I was like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Right. And then I did a slight deep dive on him to discover that I think also Cosmopolitan did a video. <laughs> it was one of those magazines, did a video montage of several male Olympic athletes from this past Winter Games looking into the camera and saying something like absurdly suggestive as if they were like talking to like a sexual partner, Uh like being like, I placed number one in a sport that's all about like slipping down slippery slopes. Uh Think about how, you know, whatever. Uh And, um, and then they like pull off their spandex basically. Right. So they're all in their uniform, in their like, Uh in their outfit. Down to what? Their underwear? Well, or they just, like, pull the top off, or, like, the speed skater pulls his pants down, so you see his uh, absurd thighs. Oh, okay, work. I've never seen anything like it. Uh I was like, those are your thighs? (laughs) (laughs) They were, like, truly, like, one and a half of my heads, and then another one and a half of my heads. Wow, work. Okay, but he pulls his, like... Like or top off of his uh-huh. shoulder. Wait till you see, Jen. Wow. It's a shock. It's a shock. Okay. And today I kept thinking, and this is a rational thought, I was like, how can I get me some of that? <laughs> <laughs> On your own body? No, just like oh, to hook in up my with. lifetime. Like you want to hook up with someone like that. It could never happen. Sure it could. It could. I like that. As I said, sure it could. Your left eyelid, like, did like a one-two kind of flutter wing. I mean, I just think everything's possible. Everything is imaginable. You're smart. You're attractive. You're sometimes you're kind, and um, I. Oh yeah, which one of those do you want to be the most? You know how they do that. Okay. Would you rather be incredibly attractive, incredibly Uh smart, or incredibly kind? Oh, I mean, I wish that I would have been incredibly attractive because it right. just works out. Like, if you're incredibly attractive, I have watched some of the dumbest people get careers. And it. Do you think it's fun, though, to be dumb and beautiful? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> it's fun to be dumb and beautiful because you're not thinking about um, children being detained in cages somewhere. You know, you're like. Ah. I wonder if there's oat milk over there. You know, right. like you're just right, right, right. You're not. I think I. I mean, but here's the thing. Maybe there's dumb people who are really compassionate. So I let's not. I'm gonna not equate narcissism with. But no, let's go with dumb. If we're gonna say dumb, to be dumb is to be kind of a narcissist. I think you're yeah. kind of selfish. I would definitely choose. It'd be so fun. Yes, attractive for sure. I would choose that. I think I would. I mean. I'm, I like, I, I hear what you're saying, like mm-hmm. I get it, but mm-hmm. I think I would just choose smart because then you can, you can figure out how to be attractive. You can figure out how to be, you know, you can figure it out. 
I guess. I mean, I feel I'm in that category, and yeah. I have fi- and I have figured out figured how to out. be a kind of attractive. But I've definitely, and this also comes from all of those auditions I went on and mm. was told things about the way I look, my face. Like, uh, uh, I mean, the yeah, things terrible. that were said to me about my face <laughs> was really when I was young you know when I was a young person like it's it, very like damaging 21 very people damaging. being like wow you look like you know whatever mm. um and I think I don't know if it was damaging but it really like that in feud when Betty Davis asked Joan Crawford what it was like to have been beautiful yeah oh, I was really like that's it like I really relate to the Betty Davis arc of like I've I've amassed this by, yeah, by being intelligent and choice and demanding and pushing. Mm. When you're just really gorgeous, people are like, oh, do you want something? You know, it's really, (laughs) (laughs) it's annoying. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's so outside of my, of my personal experience that of course is my wish. But there's so many kinds of gorgeous, so it'd be hard to pick which... And well, we're, if we're talking about like I'm, I'm going to the alpha of each of these things: alpha kind, alpha intelligent, alpha gorgeous. Like there are many alpha gorgeouses, you know. Well, this would be the one that like everyone would give you what you want because you're that beautiful. Brad Pitt, <laughs> young Brad Pitt. Um, okay, what's the other thing? Okay, so we already talked about this Chris Luge person. Mm-hmm. Which, Is he gay? I don't know. Okay. I'm sure not. I don't know. I don't know. I say I'm sure not, but who knows. Um, so Adam Rapon, Dancing with the Stars, you must, must watch Tanya Harding's performances. I've watched Dancing some of them. With the Stars. I've watched some of them. There is one where she does full gymnastics. She does like a front handspring. It's, she's, it's insane. And she always has like a cocaine grin on her face. <laughs> like her eyes are shaking. It's so intense. Well, I think she's also so traumatized. I so mean, so traumatized. I really, and she's someone who I so want to have compassion for, but she was a Trump supporter, and you know, oh my God. and she's really into her guns. It's, but do watch her on Dancing with the Stars. It yeah. is exceptional. Does Adam Rapon dance with a woman? Yes. That's too bad. That would have been a nice idea for him to have a boy partner. Just putting it out there, Dancing with the Stars. It's better. It doesn't need to be male-female partnering anymore. It's so tedious. I've definitely, I have completely hit my saturation point of male-female partnering. I am like, I am totally up for going to see it in regards to Balanchine, maybe a few other contemporary works if they're referencing something about gender and sexuality, but I truly don't care. Mm. anymore. Too bored. Don't care. Yeah, we want to watch Adam Rapon dance with, like, by the way, male ballroom dancers are... Incredible. (laughs) They really are, and I I don't know why, like... I have watched that. I've watched... I've gone down, like, the YouTube K-hole of that. My brain knows, like, this is garbage, this is so, like... Is it? We don't know. Actually, we don't because like classist the, about the it, I think it's incredible. Is incredible. It is it's incredible, yeah. and like something it about is. it, like the their dynamics are yeah. so sexy. It's they I are. I can't believe it. Beyond, I mean, talk about what to do with shoulders. Talk about hip wiggling. Right? Oh, honey, <laughs> Ryan Walker Page, honey. Ugh. Oh, ballroom dancers. I mean. That I want that to have, I, I want someone to like spin me around the ballroom floor someday. That One would be incredible. Yes. The amount of like control they have. Oh my God. It's really, it is really. Do you have any friends who are, 
haunted ballroom? Not that I can think of. Well, let us know. You can DM us about it. I don't know. If you're some really hot guy, well, you can DM us for read. If you're some ballroom dance friend, person, DM me. Elise, who is a really good friend of Lindsay's, used to have this boyfriend who was like a really amazing swing dancer. Right. And he could just like dance you around. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I've had that. Let's get married. I've, I've definitely had a swing dancer be like, we're just going to do this. And I've been like, well, that's fun. But a, a ballroom dancer is a whole other thing. I would also feel awful for not knowing the steps. I would, it would truly feel like someone speaking, you know. We should go to like ballroom class. dance class. Fun. It would be fun. Wow, we're really those With older people now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we'd be, we'd be, I'm absolutely like. Well, let me take my MSM. Um, Wait, I feel there was something. Was there else. something else? So Adam Rapon. Dancing with the Stars, Tanya Harding, Adam Rapon for Cosmo, Cosmo interviewing those men, Chris Luge the Loser. Maybe that's it for now. Um, I'm watching <gasps> Big Little Eyes. Oh. Where are you? Um, I'm at the part where... So here's the thing about the show. It gets more and more and more amazing. I kind of think I know... I think I know, like, a major secret in the show already. What is it? Well, this this mystery girl who's appeared... Mm -hmm. There's something about the story she's telling... Mm -hmm. That I'm not buying. Really? I... I... I think I want you to tell me your theories. Everyone's already seen it, so it's no spoilers. I know it's no spoilers. It's this with her like shooting the gun, and mm-hmm. I, just because I'm used, I, I don't know if it's maybe just that this actress isn't so believable to me, but she's also acting against Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern, who are really so fully characterized. I think they did a really good job by casting her because she's much more natural. Than she's much more natural, but then I don't. It's. It was this thing. Shalene Woodley. She's when she's gone to the gun range, and Reese Witherspoon is like, "Well, you shouldn't be doing that," and or she says, "Like I heard you at a gun range," and she's like, "Uh huh," and the way she delivered her lines in that scene, I was like, "You're lying," mm. but like where I feel it's an acting thing where she has some subtext that she's keeping in mind while delivering the lines she's delivering, mm-hmm. and I'm watching that happen, and I was like. She's lying. Jack, so, we're, I can't wait for you. Okay, great. It's not going to take you that long. It's not that many episodes. No, well, I mean, I'm at the place. Alexander Skarsgård just grabbed Nicole Kidman by the back of the neck, and then their children ran in, and she's going to take them to school because she like wants to be doing more lawyer stuff. And mm-hmm. I do kind of feel like it's a relational dynamic that. Uh, is untenable mm-hmm. and clearly addictive for mm-hmm. her. And You're correct. Um, I love Reese Witherspoon. She's so good. So much. Have you ever seen uh, this movie? It's not Lost Highway. It's with Reese Witherspoon, and it, she is playing basically Little Red Riding Hood. It's this. No. She's like this junky Little Red Riding Hood. It's so great. It's incredible. It's like really beyond. I just she can't remember had it right an, now. You know, I'll she, find it and I'll text it to you. Jacob, do you know what that movie is? It's like Freeway. Freeway. <gasps> Read. Watch it tonight. She had a fascinating beginning to her career with election and things like that. And then, oh, in that Mark Wahlberg movie where he fingers her on the Ferris wheel. Fear. I didn't see that. It's called Fear. 
And he fingers her on a Ferris wheel. I think it's called Fear. Are you sure it's her um, and not Brittany Murphy? No, it's her. Okay. So she's dating Mark Wahlberg, and he's like a dream, because uh-huh. he's like a bad boy, and she's well, like a rich girl. And, and then, it's Mark Wahlberg. Uh, young Mark Wahlberg. I mean, And gorgeous. he turns out to be like a total maniac, and like... Shocks her. Yes. And chops her... Dog's head off. Okay. And stalks her down and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she has to kill him. Something bad happens. Yeah, yeah it always sort of ends like that, you know. But he fingers her on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> and that's the good part. You say that's sentence one more time. And so... <laughs> and then she started to be, like, a Hollywood actress. And she's always Remember when good. she walked the line? She got an Oscar for that? She got an Oscar. You know what always brings me a shock? And I think of it... I'd say I think about it once a Gwyneth? month. No, I don't think about Gwyneth ever, actually. Um, I think about um, when Isabel Luper did not win the Oscar. <laughs> and I think about it once a month. And I think about when I said to you, who did? And you said Emma Stone Emma for La La Land. Stone. Don't use those scissors for by La the La Land. It'll, like, kill everybody. But I really, I think about that. And I think about it at least once a month. You should keep thinking about that. Right. Well, it is really helpful. It's unjust. Well, it's helpful in terms of context for all things. Right, like, because then you're just, you're just like, like, well, nothing matters. <laughs> yes. It's nothing true. Matters. It's absolutely true. The it was, shape of water. Can you imagine? Nothing matters. That is a garbage movie. And you know what? At first, I was sick. Jeremy loves to tease me with this, that he, I liked it, but I didn't. I was <laughs> sick. We were watching the movie. I was really ill. I got a little misty at some point because it's, a, you know, a blockbuster film, and there's a certain it's way. It's not a bad movie. It's fine. It has cute things. There's cats. There's love. There's Octavia Spencer. There's fun. And that, that you know, the guy with the finger is, like, kind of great. The guy with the finger. The bad guy. Oh, yeah, that actor. But it's not an Oscar movie. Oh. And also, I, once again, terrible singing. Like, she can't sing. Like when Sally Hawkins. Yeah, when she does that musical number, that Bugsy Berkeley musical number, I was like, what's happening? Mm-mm. Oscars. Oscars, Oscars. Who won Best Actress last year? Jacob, I don't care. Jacob. It's okay. We don't need to make Jacob do that. You don't need to make Jacob do that. In my mind, it has to be someone really old. Like, they're like, oh, last year we gave it to Emma Stone. Um, Did you see that Gucci ad, by the way? Um, Oh, my God, for three billboards. Also bad. Not good. Uh Really a clinkety-clunk play that you could hear every line on. Two-thirds of the way through, I was like, we've complained about that. This is not based on a true story. Yeah, we already complained about that one. And we already complained about Jacob Water. Did you watch that Gucci ad with Faye Dunaway? With Faye Dunaway, yes, Jeremy showed me. Incredible. I don't know. Incredible. It's really, I watched it probably 20 times. <laughs> and it's a minute long. So I spent 20 minutes watching a one minute. <laughs> 20 minutes of your life. Thing. Uh, over and over again. I wanted to talk time. to you about Pose. I've only watched the first episode. I need to watch more. So I watched the first episode the other night. You know Lady J writes for it. Oh. Yeah. I watched the first episode we went to high school with Adrian mm-hmm. and I was like, yes, I want to I, I know what this is about. And it right. started, and I was like, 
wow, this is like so poorly acted. This is strange. Mm. It was like, I was like, is this intentional, mm. right? Is this kind of like very bad acting? Well, it's very broad. Very. Very broad. And then Adrian in the middle of it was like, he's like, it's so flat that it's kind of amazing. Mm. And I was like, that's what it is. It's like, couldn't be more flat. It's just mm. all flat until the angel character emerges from the thick of it all. <laughs> She's the trans girl who's in love with the businessman. I haven't gotten there. It's in the first episode. It is? Mm-hmm. He picks her up by the docks or whatever, and he's played by the guy who in the X-Men movies is Quicksilver. Okay. He's got, like, a really scary face, like black eyes. Well, he's the guy who he uses all the time. It's the guy mm-hmm. that Ryan Murphy mm-hmm. uses all the he's time. He's in all the Ryan Murphys. Right. He's an and he has American a family, and his wife is Kate Mara, mm-hmm. and he's working for James Vanderbeek at Trump Tower. But what he really wants is Angel. Hmm. And Angel is an incredible actress. Is she the one who also, in the? I, maybe I didn't get there in the first episode, she finds out that she's positive? No, that person is not a good actress. Oh, she seemed good in that scene. I thought I'd watch the first episode. There is an a wild dance sequence at the end of the episode where this boy gets... I literally thought I watched the first episode. That boy gets beaten up by his dad. He comes to New York City. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe you watched the first half. Wow, and I just gave up. Because at the end, he's auditioning for, like, what is the Alvin Ailey, whatever, Uh and he does the most unbelievable, strange performance art audition. Mm. I really need you to see this. I... It's I could while it was happening I was screaming I couldn't understand what was happening and the person who's watching him the main auditioner gives the most sensational viewer performance I've ever seen. Okay. I'll have to watch it. You must. And then we should DM Lady J and ask to be on it in the second season. I don't want to be on it. It's been renewed for season 2. Great. I want to be where the people, people are. are. I, I was wanna... thinking about how I love the part when Ursula is like, you know, she's in the beautiful uh, human bodysuit that she's wearing with the dark hair. Human bodysuit? Mm-hmm. She turns, she gets legs. It's the human bodysuit she's wearing. Oh, she Ursula! Goes, yeah, and then she goes, Whoa, and she like bursts out of it with her tentacles on the boat. Oh, yeah. And I was, I remember, I was remembering how as a kid I was like, yes, that that part was so fun for me. Ursula. And then I really liked her and I would, was really up for Ariel if Ariel dispatched Ursula but she doesn't. Dispatched Ursula? Kills Ursula. Instead Prince Eric who's really the weakest Tell me about prince. this. Dispatched? That's what you call it when you kill someone. You get rid of them. Dispatch them. Is that a Shakespeare moment? Dispatched? Mm, I don't know. It, it came from somewhere in the archives Ooh, of can my... Can you imagine, like, little kids walking around being like, oh, I feel like dispatching my brother! Like <laughs> I can, absolutely. If I had children, that's what would happen. And I'd be like, Darcy, come in here right now. Mommy, I'm gonna dispatch Trevor. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. And then Prince Eric's super weak. You know, it's just, I was rethinking about the movie. I'm really bummed out about it. I'm really bummed out that Eric kills Ursula at the end, and she Ariel should have figured. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Instead, all Ariel does is, like, moves quickly so that the eels get killed, and then Ursula's really upset. You know, it was, like, 1988, 
or 89. They weren't there yet. And they really weren't. But I was because I was like just at the beginning of my like serious like choir moment. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that Ariel was a singer, I was like, um, I get it. She and I are one. I mean, I did really love her, but I do re- deeply remember being like, why didn't she kill Ursula? Yeah, that's amazing that you really, had the thought even at that age. I did. I I remember always being really bummed out when the man would just appear out of nowhere. He hadn't done anything. It's like, and then all of a sudden, it's like, I'll do it. I think like, I just Ugh. accepted it. I was like, that's how it is. Not me. I was like, I don't like that shit. Um, Not anymore. Now I, we have those frozen girls standing up for each other. Oh, I cried in that movie real hard. <laughs> Another big blockbuster that I really cried in. I remember Jeremy being like, it's not a very good movie. <laughs> Did you see their award, their awards performance at the Tonys? Mm, who? What? Frozen. The musical. Uh, no. I didn't watch this past year's Tonys because I don't... It is like full bananas garbage. Uh-huh. Every single aspect of it is like a piece of shit. Wow. Yeah. And you have to be like, Tony Award nominees. And I think it's... Is it still playing? Of course. Frozen? Wow. I'm sure it'll play for years. Really? Yeah. It got terrible reviews, I think, yes. unanimously, didn't it? I, I don't know. I didn't read them. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I remember watching... Have, here's... I'll end on this. It's August. It's hot. So why not watch some Frozen bloopers? There's this really great Frozen performance where it's... It looked amazing. It's I saw the one where it works, where she's like up on this some sort of like plexi stair glass thing or something, and stair glass. She's staircase. building the ice palace. She's building the ice palace. Let it go. And she does the thing where she her dress changes from normal dress to the ice shimmer share dress. Yes. And the thing pulls, and it's just like, and it's incredible. You know, you watch her thing blow away, and da da da. Then I watched one where it doesn't work. So she like, I think she pulls it or it pulls her, but it just, and it doesn't, it's not violent. Like nothing terrible happens to her. It's not like her head gets chopped off, but it did make me laugh. Do you remember the, when the Janet Jackson boob showed at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Can you tell me about that? Janet Jackson was performing with Justin Timberlake at mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. And there was... At that point, my mind just went blank because all I could see was Justin reaches over and grabs her boob, and then he pulls off. No, he her just block? like put her hand. I thought he just no. put his hand on her boob, and then Jacob doesn't know. And then the next thing you knew, this thing came off. Yeah, no, I think he yanked it down. I think it was supposed to be like, like a little costume trick. Like, oh, I, I don't know, but her booby came out. And she was, I mean, people, she, no, no one could have been screamed at more. Who, people Justin? Were, oh, no, people were so nasty to her. To her? Girl, we're so fucked up here. People were like, she's just, you know, Bob, I remember all this stuff, all this vitriol. Wow. Of course, you know, creepy ass, like, misogynistic fucking, what's that show, Handmaid's Tale, nightmare, like, shit it. we live in of people being like, that sinning woman, you know, just, it was, yeah. yeah, I mean, she is a, she was a strong black woman. People, like, talk she about, still is. she still she's is. She's still alive. But it was. She's like a 50-year-old, she just had a baby. 
Well, she better work. I mean, my mom was like 45 when she had me, and I'm fine. John's gonna have a fierce baby like me. Um, do you remember when Madonna got pulled down those stairs by her dancers? Yes. Talk about that wardrobe malfunction. I figured it out. She got right back up on stage. Remember when Lady Gaga had like heat stroke in Australia? That's and my she favorite. Was dancing That's on the back? my favorite. No, she she just lays down on the on the floor and kind of does the hand choreography whilst like slurring through that song. And she's like, no, 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 no. I want you to love it. I want you. Which is quite honestly, she's laying down how that song should be sung because yeah. Bad Romance does have you exhausted. Just doing like kitty hands on the ground. It was incredible that she just was like, "I'm not stopping this show." Oh no, that I do remember watching She's them being like, like, "I have good. ringing in my ears, I have tunnel vision, but if I lay down, I'm I gonna pull it together." <laughs> I mean, I really bad romance should really just be sung exactly like that. That's really. That's really how to sing most of those romance ballads. Well, that's, I think that's enough. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, this is our 60th episode. Wow. Mm -hmm. We're moving into our uh, Baby Jane uh, art series. Yeah, yeah. We're here full That was the easiest photo shoot we ever did. Yeah, you just got to lay down and put sand in a bucket. I literally just laid on the beach. And I just looked hysterical. You know, it was amazing. Hmm. I, I was like, oh, I'll go look in my mom's clothes to see if she has appropriate dresses. And literally within like five seconds, I was like, oh, that one's perfect. And that one's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that black CDG sheer dress. I mean, mm-hmm. let her know whenever she's done with that. <laughs> I, I will wear it. Daily. Daily, quite frankly. I said, I like the way your ass shakes. It's tasty. I like to tell salads daily. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what would we sing with Drew at the... Oh, I remember. It was the aerial one. It was. It goes, look at the stuff. Isn't it stuff? Wouldn't you she's... think, wow, she's got lots of stuff. Uh-huh, stuff. Wouldn't you think she's the girl, the girl with so much stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, we loves you. We loves you. Bye. Bye.